lightning flash. Hello. A lightning flash? A lightning flash of Andrew's webcam. No, you saw nothing. I saw it. it you saw happened. Andy in his pure form. Just oh, God. Is light. That what it was? <laughs> just light. Only light. Just nature. I didn't realize. Nature that. and batteries. Batteries. I I'm stumped. I don't know how to transition off of that. Um, yeah, we're gonna be communing with nature through things powered by batteries in episode 76 of the Quarantine Cast, sponsored by Voluntary Viewing and recorded on July. First. Yeah. Andrew, you're the expert at communing with nature. How do we do that with technology? Um, well, basically, you have to uh, use the telepathy that we established that we all use to communicate uh, in yesterday's episode. Mm-hmm. It's a very important piece. If you don't have that, then you're kind of SOL. Um, but if you're able to transfer your uh, mind brain into the <laughs> uh, the synapses of your computer, then nature recognizes that as the synapses of uh, you know any living being. Ah, so you know it's basically the same thing. It's like sonar. Like a... Except like it's a submarine, with a, Mr. a lithium-ion battery. So sonar. It's yes. like a submarine, Mr. Wayne. Like a submarine, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> that was actually my, Morgan Freeman's character <laughs> delivering that line. <laughs> but I did do a bit of a Michael Caine accent. I was definitely closer to a Michael Caine than a Morgan Freeman. Yep. I think you uh, you said that line in like a couple weeks back on one of these episodes, and you you said it as Michael Caine, and to myself, not not even willing to challenge you on it. I'm like, oh man, I must I must misremember that scene from <laughs> The Dark Knight because I could have sworn it was Morgan Freeman. You trust? I'm like, I need to watch that movie again. Fuck. You trust Ryan's read of the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy more than your own memories. That that is a huge <laughs> compliment to Ryan. I I don't think I did that. I think this is a <laughs> a fake memory. This this time I I just was putting like zero effort into doing an accent. So it just sounded weird and kind of Michael Caney. But, oh no! Uh, wait, you you uh, it was when they were talking about Skyhook. Yeah, uh, now that was Michael Caine. Was it? Yep. That one was definitely my. Oh no, it wasn't. It was Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was no, right. It was. It was. But 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 there was a scene where he was trying to get Michael Caine to organize the South Korean smugglers who were using Skyhook. So that's the reason why. Uh, it got crossed in my brain. Ah, because because the, the the smugglers that had the seaplane that landed when he, w- he had taken all the Russian ballerinas uh, out on a, like an absconce 
so that Rachel and Harvey Dent couldn't go to the ballet because they told him we're going to the ballet (laughs) and he's a petty little bitch. And also (laughs) it was like a good like alibi at the same time. Uh, Those South Korean smugglers who used the Skyhook program that the CIA had uh, back in the day to get their soldiers out of hot spots. Sorry, just had to reflex that knowledge (laughs) since I was caught with my pants down. No, the poison. no. I... The poison for Cusco. Yeah. Cusco, you know, poison that we're going to use on Cusco. Cusco's poison. Cusco's poison. poison. That poison? Yes, that poison. I haven't watched Emperor's New Groove in probably a decade, and that is far too long. Yeah, especially because it's like an hour. Right? right? It's like a YouTube video more than a movie. <laughs> Fucking knock it out over dinner. Easy. Yeah. Yeah, it's so Literally. it's so good. I, I I watched it like senior year of college. I was like, oh my god, this <laughs> this holds up so good. It's pretty good, that's for sure. Pacha Pacha meme, insert Pacha very, meme. Very solid. When it hits, when that uh, Emperor's New Groove movie hits just right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John Goodman, you're great. John Goodman, David Spade, Patrick Warburton. Yeah. Knocking out of the park. John Goodman was the heart of the movie, though. I'll be, I'll be willing to oh, say yeah. that. Mm. They, like the, you know, Patrick Warburton was the comedic engine. David Spade was the, the leading role. Yeah. But John Goodman was the, the heart of the movie, where, where, the, where the story was taking place. The moral center. That's fair. Because when you when you have a, a, a main character that unlikable, <laughs> you have to have something to balance balance it out a little bit. <laughs> just an infallible family man, if there ever was one. Yep, just a fucking king. If that is, <laughs> you dropped your crown. <laughs> oh, just, oh, I hate that shit. <laughs> Pacha's on Twitter now. <laughs> you dropped I, this king. <laughs> I I hate it when people are like, oh my god, what a king. And they're like, hold tight, king. I'm like, stop. <laughs> wow. It's so weird. How do you we feel about Andrew's the expression? Bugaboo. How do you feel about the expression short king? Short kings. I, th- yeah. I think that I think that's funny. Okay. Because <laughs> I think it's mostly ironic. <laughs> well, oh, no. No, man. Yeah, I don't know that it's ironic. I'll be honest uh, with you. When people, I think it's okay. definitely meant to be a legitimate, like, empowerment thing. <laughs> No, oh. that's, that's well. Then that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that's what sub five foot nine guys say to feel better about themselves, man. I, I don't know about that. I just feel like it's definitely meant to be like a, you know, culture prioritizes tall men. So, like, we're gonna push back against that by proclaiming like short kings are the ones that rule it all. I think it's meant to have a little bit of legitimate empowerment behind mm. the message, while also like poking fun at the fact that they're short. Okay. I, I guess the only the only time that I've ever heard people like talk about quote unquote short kings is from like the Tiny Meat Gang podcast yeah. and Cody's videos and like they have a literal song called Short King. Yeah, Short King Anthem. Yeah. So like featuring a real musical yeah, artist who Black Bear. <laughs> blows their shit up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like, like they're not terrible like rappers. They're not terrible at music, but like because they put an actual professional musician in that song, it just ruined it. Like it made it showed just how bad they really were when an actual professional kicks in and starts going in, and you're like, 
Oh, okay. <laughs> like, you didn't have anything compa- to compare it to until he comes in, and you're like, oh, wait, yeah, they are kind of shitty. Okay. When when they've made a lot of their music in the past, it was, like, it was like strictly, like, a like a comedy-type thing, mm-hmm. and, like, the how funny it was made up for, you know, how, like, you know, maybe subpar the music might be. Because, you know, it was, it was good, it was fun to listen to. And then, like, recently they've been more like, you know, we want to get into, like, real music. And, it, like, they've kind of dropped some of the jokiness of the songs. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, uh, this is, on its own, it's not that good. <laughs> Look, man, sometimes you got to leave it to the professionals. That's for sure. Like, you, you, there's, there's, no, there's no shame in trying your best. Uh, that much I'll say. But, yeah... You're 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 a professional comedian, you know. If some idiot were to try to make I YouTube commentary videos, comedian. thank you. I wasn't talking to you, Andrew, but you know oh. you can take that role if you want to. <laughs> you're the funny I guy will. around the office, after all. <laughs> Am I? I thought you. Said oh yeah, that. I, I forgot know. about that. <laughs> yeah, how people don't think that everything you say is like the funniest shit of all or time. Or is funny guy in the office not a thing anymore in remote offices? Well, I am the funny guy in the office because, I mean, it's between me and Jade, so. <laughs> Ooh. Whoa. Shade. Uh, first off, that is a co-working space, technically. Second off. Second off, that's a dog whistle for all the people that say that women aren't funny, and I don't mm-hmm. appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Also, she's funnier than I am, so. <laughs> so it's just not true. So you're not the funny guy in the office. In other words. Nope. At least you're the hot guy in the office. I I am the only guy in the office. So there yes. you go. Yeah. Nailed it. Can put that one up on the refrigerator. Wow! Great job, Andrew. Oh my God! You know where we're gonna put this certificate? <laughs> we're gonna put it right up on the refrigerator. Yeah. Do you guys have an office fridge? At, at your office that you don't work at right now? Oh, yeah. We've got a couple. So, Do you think somebody if someone that printed out? out a certificate of, of hot like, guy and gave it to you and then put it on the fridge? I'm pretty sure HR would take that shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the HR person would walk up and be like, this is completely inappropriate. And then, like, looks at it. Also, like, come on, guys. Do better. Oh. And then, then takes it off. Yeah. <laughs> also, Andrew's like a four and, like, rips it off. Like, just... Wait a second here. Andrew, did you put this up here? Yeah. You fucking loser. <laughs> God, you're such a cuck. Like, you are an actual loser. <laughs> the HR person's just bullying yeah. me. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I bet you you never get any pussy. Like, just fucking, like, wait. I don't think this is how you're supposed to behave. Hey, you punk-ass bitch. Yeah. I bet your dick doesn't work. Here, here, show you, show me your dick to prove that it works. Like, what? <laughs> Oh man. Classic <laughs> HR. That is what they do. I feel like that's a trope at this point, right? Like the the non HR approved HR person. Yeah. Yeah. And I it Pam from Archer and like that kind of kind mm-hmm. of shit. Yeah. It writes itself. I really hope somebody emptied out your uh office fridge, Andrew. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Oh, God, what about the coffee thing? The 
coffee thing. Yeah, the, the, coffee, the coffee machine, the, the 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 larger thermos that it goes into. I'm saying, are you going to walk into another the mold situation? Oh, oh, that okay. was at my apartment. Yeah, yeah, but is it going to happen again at his office? <laughs> so the the office coffee makers that we have are like single serving ones they're 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 not quite uh wasteful yeah no it's it's awful we've killing the earth me and like one of my bosses like literally like went to hr and said like we gotta stop this shit um and then it it got kind of like weird from there but i'll I'll tell that story (laughs) in a second but like instead of using uh k-cups they use like these it's basically just like a coffee filter like package oh with like one Mm. one yeah it's still pretty bad and then you just like slide it in and it has like one serving worth of coffee grounds and then you pour it out um but yeah like we we went to hr and like my boss like like happened to like like they own on the side like a coffee shop (laughs) and they're like listen like this is super wasteful like just get like a couple of big you know tanks of coffee and you can have like one for medium roast, one for light roast, and then one for decaf, you know, whatever. And then, like, you're good, and you can just brew it once or twice a day, and we don't have to go through. Like, it was literally, like, like five or six boxes of these things each day. Uh. And they're like, um, but, like, a lot of people have different flavors of coffee that they like, so we have to offer all these other flavors. And no, like, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> just have multiple, like flavored creamers <laughs> like and, if it's that big of a deal and, but like it's, it's just coffee come on i don't need to have kona blend and donut shop <laughs> come I, on i have a mr coffee machine a mr coffee maker that i can just give you and i dare you once the office opens up again for you to just take that in there and put it put it in the company kitchen well there's like a like 200 people that work on my floor so like it would have to be like a large still a step up coffee maker it, it it would be a step up isn't it so when you really think about it isn't it kind of representative of late stage capitalism like the coffee maker at work mm-hmm. it's like oh wow our employees are being worked to the bone and they're not able to you know get proper amounts of rest and everything so you we provide them with a stimulant so that they can up, continue yeah. their productivity and keep their productivity levels high to the to the point where like if you work in an office that doesn't have a coffee maker it's basically a war crime (laughs) (laughs) it's just it is game fucking over like i i remember there was a day where like literally like something went wrong and they had to like remove the coffee makers for like a day and it was a goddamn riot (laughs) (laughs) people people just lost their fucking minds (laughs) look maybe maybe it's just because i'm a non-coffee drinker but doesn't that seem pretty fucked like yeah like i i like coffee but if but like i i actually have been drinking less coffee again um which is nice but um like, if I had to go a day without coffee and I'm like, oh, man, I want coffee. And someone's like, you can't have it. I'd be like, oh, man, but I wanted it. And that would be it. <laughs> there, there are people that are like, I will fucking kill your children <laughs> if I don't get my cup of coffee right now. Back when I worked for the zip line, there were, I don't know if I've told this, but there was a lot of people on caffeine pills. Oh. Like, <laughs> legitimately, like, it's like, well, yeah, at that point you're like... 
you're not doing cocaine, but like you're you're definitely consuming a stimulant so that you can properly perform the duties of your job. Like you're not, you know, like drinking coffee definitely is a little removed from literally popping pills of a drug that makes you more hyperactive. Like there was a very special Save by the Bell episode about why that's not okay. What yeah. were they not around in the nineties? Yeah, they weren't. They were all my age. I mean, uh, what? We we had like the reputation of being like the hot tour, you know, like it's all the all the college kids, you know, worked at it, and they were all the tour guides. So it was like, yeah, you go there to get the hot tour. Like, yeah, it, it, we we weren't responsible adults. We were all <laughs> just a bunch of idiots in college, hyped uh, up on caffeine pills. Yeah, hyped up on caffeine pills sometimes, hooking you up to a line <laughs> suspended hundreds of feet in the air and uh, twitching, just sending you on your merry way. <laughs> twitching out your pants and just scratching everywhere. And yeah. I never had pills. a single serious incident with a gas. Just a bunch of fucking meth heads. Oh, what was... Uh, well, um, okay, I understand if, like, you uh, can't or don't want to talk about it. There's what, no NDA. There's, I can oh, see okay. whatever what, what was, like, <laughs> the most serious thing you had to address? Uh, or, like, even, like, that Involving happened around you there. Or, yeah, whatever. It, so, like, I think I've told the story of where of the guide that almost died. Like, the guide that almost fell to his death. I don't think I've heard he, that. Oh, Okay. So there was a guy, his name was, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't say his name. Yeah, no names. At least, like, just for himself. But he was a guide, and there was, like, two different guides in each tour. One is the sender, and one is the catcher. Mm -hmm. So the bigger people are usually the catchers. They catch people at the bottom of the line, and the smaller people are the senders. They, send pe they like, hook people up and send them down at the top. Um, and what we have to do if a guest is, like, you know, super trepidatious or you know, is really bad at ziplining, which it's kind of a shock to me that you can be bad at ziplining, but trust me, <laughs> Oh my god, are people dumb and they can absolutely be bad at ziplining? Um, then they have to be taken down in tandem. So you hook yourself up to the line and hook them up to the line and basically take them down yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, you know. And what what was happening is the woman that he was trying to take down tandem was getting like hyperventilating, scared oh. and everything. And it was on the very last tower, and he would like hook her up, hook himself up. And then, like, she would freak out, and so he'd have to unhook her, unhook himself, and, like, blah, 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 and, you know, like, get everything all set up. And it happened, like, six times. And then finally, like, he hooked her up. She seemed like she was good to go, so he just, like, sent it, you know, before she could change her mind and realized as he jumped off the ledge that he had not hooked himself up. And so she went down the line, and he fell into the safety catch net down below and, like, was able to reach out and grab the net and stop himself from falling off but that net's like not designed to like save you you know it's right. like a absolute in case of emergency there's no reason to not have it sort of thing so he was, he was able to stop himself but yeah that was definitely the worst thing that ever happened and we yeah we had like a crazy huge safety meeting and changed a bunch of protocols and mm -hmm. all that shit but that was the actual scary thing but like yeah for guests no one like there was never like there'd be incidents completely unrelated to the zip lining like there was a yeah. lot more incidents of like people who are out of shape you know like they ah. would start hyperventilating or something or like there was one girl i think who had a seizure on a, on a tour right before ours and we had to like mm -hmm. i was i was on the quote-unquote rescue team that took the uh the the ranger out there to you know give him a ride back to base camp and stuff and then they went to the hospital but you know like they, they guests would never get hurt if they got hurt it was like 
you know, their leg would graze the line as they were going down and it would give them like a, a, a burn, you know, or, mm-hmm. oh, like, boy, you stopped me so fast that I, my shoulder hurts now. And it's like, well, you fucker, you weren't slowing down. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm either stopping you fast or your whole body is going to hurt really bad when you slam into that fucking mat that's like, you know, seven inches thick at 60 miles an hour. Like, <laughs> that's going to hurt. You're not going to die or anything, but I promise you that's going to hurt. You very well could break some bones, so you're going to have to choose your poison. But yeah, I I personally never had a single person get hurt to, like, the point where they had to leave the tour. Like, they would all, they were all hurt so minorly that they were like, yeah, fuck it. I'll keep going. Not only the hottest zipline crew, but the safest. We were definitely more, like, every... Pretty much every day, we someone would have a video of some other zipline where someone got hurt, and they were all automatic catch systems. Ow. Fuck ziplines with automatic catch systems, <laughs> dude. Like machines fucking fail. That's just that's all I'm gonna say. Like human error is a real thing. Machines. The machines. Yeah. Like if you if you have to put 100 percent of your faith into a machine, like ooh god, it it, it they just fucking fail i don't know what else to say like so many videos of the catch thing the catch you know system malfunctioning and people just slamming into the the thing at the end of the line like it's it was bad there was there would be videos of like where there was no mat at the end like the line would just end so they would like you know the catch thing would be all set up in position and then the like pulley would hit it and it would like explode Mm. into like metal shards everywhere and then the person would hit the stopper on the end of the line and do like a full flip like over the end and like slam into the top of the line and stuff like no it was, it was really bad we we did not have any any injuries to the guests in our history the literally like the guides definitely got it way worse but that was kind of by design like if, if someone's going very fast you need to kind of sacrifice yourself a little bit to, to stop them because that's what they're paying you to do and at a certain point, like yeah, they, they they would, it would literally become like a game for catchers. Like when they're going really fast, it would be a way you'd learn how to milk it to get better tips. You know? oh. Like yeah, like literally, if there was someone coming down, like someone's mom, and it was like the whole rest of the family, like the dad and the kids, were down at the bottom already, and the mom's just like screaming at the top of her lungs, like not touching the line, just <laughs> coming in full speed. And, you know, we slow them down to, like, where they're barely moving to make the quote-unquote safe catches. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would literally just turn to that family and go, like, all right, here we go. Watch this. And, like, watch my gloves. Watch my gloves. Because, like, you know, you let the the rope run through your gloves through, like, a pulley system to slow them down. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, like, literally just smoke is, like, pouring out of my gloves (laughs) as I'm, like, trying my best to slow her down safely. And, like, at the end, you always get, like, a round of applause of people just like, wow, you're so good. And then, like, yeah, usually that family would be like, yeah, we should probably probably tip that guy a little extra. <laughs> he definitely saved serious bodily injury when we decided to just fuck up completely. I just saved your mother's life. You're a dick if you don't tip at least 30%. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 30% would have been, yeah. A lot of, a lot, the tickets are like 90 bucks. So, yeah, we would all would have taken 30%. Yeah. I feel like a generous tip would be like 15 bucks for most people. And that was, it's sad, but yeah, we, we would get a lot of singles in our fucking tip jar. Oh. It's like, this is a $90 tour for each ticket. And y'all motherfuckers going to drop some singles in this thing? Like, come on, man. At least round it up to 100. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, we would like, so we called it seed money. Like, yeah. <laughs> You you would put you know like tens and twenties in the box oh, already oh, yeah, to yeah. like guilt people into thinking like they should be putting in tens and twenties and Classic not yeah, singles and fives. Move. Yep, <laughs> and uh, it would kind of work. It wasn't it wasn't perfect, but it would do all right. So like that was the job of the catcher. Like the sender would be up on the last tower giving like the goodbye speech, and the catcher's job was to like run down to the bottom as fast as possible and put seed money in there before anyone <laughs> else could get there. Like before anyone could even see you, you know, putting in the money and stuff. So, it was a fun time. Good old reminiscing. Tomorrow should be Andrew's turn. Tell stories from the golf course. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> He's got some good ones. Uh, that'll be a good one. Alright, let's do a clap and then take it to the wacky post roll. <laughs> oh, the wacky post roll. The wacky man. The, oh no, that's the um, the Fortnite meme. That's what it reminded me of. You just need your, you need your parents' credit card number, <laughs> the expiration date, and those three silly numbers on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to like appeal to children stealing their parents' <laughs> credit cards. <laughs> Attention, all Fortnite gamers! John Wick is in trouble, and yeah. he needs, <laughs> he needs your, your help. help. Yeah. Fucking times. That's five dollar Pete. I think uh, he's still yeah. around. I thought doing mm, his best. I thought he got some heat for a while for yeah, something, I something, but I never really looked him. into it. I think he got demonetized or something, oh. and then like the Fiverr owed him a bunch of back pay. That oh, they're still in trouble for. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Voiceover Pete is his name. Okay. Yeah, Fiber Controversy. Uh, became well known, producing a video for a customer that satirically urges Fortnite players to send their parents' credit card numbers to save John Wick. <laughs> Went viral. Received over 500 orders to produce similar videos. Uh, for And was commissioned by Ninja to solicit Twitch subscriptions. Uh, and then he was banned. Without warning, citing the numerous credit card scam videos he started. <laughs> well, I, it's a meme. That was obvious parody. It's like, a joke, right? Um, I, and then it said he was, as of January 2019, which is a long time ago, he said he was still owed thousands of dollars from Fiverr, led him to switch to Patreon while producing content on YouTube and Twitch. And yeah. There you go. It's sad. Yeah. Poor $5 Pete. Hi, it... Voice over Pete. He was really good. Yeah, he was a pretty good <laughs> voiceover guy. Attention all libtards. Ben Shapiro needs your help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good.
Um, do you guys know that uh, Ben Shapiro and oh god, why am I forgetting that actress's name? Our our cousins. Yes, I did. I know the actress, but I you know I also can't remember her name. Um, this is weird. I think she hates him too. Mara oh, yeah. Wilson. Yeah, Mara Wilson. Very, very uh, tense family situation. I mean, imagine being fucking uh, in the uh, Conway family. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. oh, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah Kelly and Conway's daughter. Yeah. Well, George Basically. Conway, like, also, like... Yeah, George Conway, everyone always knew, but yeah. you know, now her daughter is also, like, clearly, you know, very liberal, very Black Lives Matter and everything like that. Fuck Trump and everything. So that's gotta be something. Kind of just seems like Kellyanne Conway is the black sheep. Mm. Like, literally everyone else is like, Black Lives Matter, Trump fucking sucks, and she's like, you know what? You know what? I'm going to be a rebel. I'm going to be a rebel and support a man that jails children. And support a billionaire who walked into the presidency based on appeals to hatred and... I'm a maverick. I'm the maverick. I'm going to stand... Blindly following a man no matter what he does. I'm going to stand against the institution and support somebody... Putting the Nazi Iron Eagle on a campaign shirt. He didn't know. His sound was turned off. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't hear white power. That's just a red arrow. <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything else. <laughs> Trump I... is really good at like dog whistling. <laughs> Like, one time, absolutely, you, he would get the benefit of the doubt. But the fact that he does this all the fucking time is like, Jesus Christ, dude, this is like your hidden talent. Like, I, mm. it's either you or someone on your campaign is really fucking good at, like, digging up old propaganda shit and, like, using it as a dog whistle to attract neo-Nazis and racists to your cause. Like, kind of I, fucking brava. Okay, I mean, now, re- now remember I, at this appeal, at the end of this video, to appeal to the youth to say subscribe to PewDiePie. Trust us. <laughs> that is exactly what we're going for. Trust us. Yeah. I have a hard time believing that he's actually that good at it. I think it is probably mostly just people in his campaign. I mean, do I believe he supports that shit? Absolutely. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. But like the guy that in all caps tweets out, I'm the lone warrior, and then the next day retweets himself. <laughs> I, I I have a hard time believing that he's like a social media savant. I mean, retweeting <laughs> yourself is absolutely like a way to game the the algorithm on Twitter. Like mm-hmm. that's that's a way to double your engagement without having to really put any effort into it. Like it is a thing that you know is not really talked about because every any normal person. Everyone would be like, you're just a fucking loser cloud chaser. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. That's pathetic. But because it's Trump, yeah. His, his and it's definitely none of those things anymore. <laughs> his, his followers definitely aren't going to call him out for being a clout chaser. <laughs> <laughs> also, Andrew, I shared this with you privately, but uh, when you sent me that tweet, my favorite part of it was the Republican senator, whose name I forget, just simping in the replies to Trump. Just God dick and mouth. Yeah. 
Well, because that's how you get an endorsement, which mm. yep. up until recently was a guaranteed nomination. Mm. But now in what, Colorado's third district, mm-hmm. there was the the man who, the incumbent endorsed by Trump who got beat by the the crazy, I'm okay. Mm. I almost said crazy gun-toting far-right woman. I, I don't know, maybe I need to be more respectful, but she's got some pretty out there opinions and she she beat the Trump uh trump endorsed candidate so but ironically she was claiming that the guy who got endorsed by trump didn't support trump (laughs) i don't know man i don't know how this shit works (laughs) we will do our best to figure out how this shit works in between uh now and our next episode but thank you so much for listening to this one uh please support uh or please donate funds to the act blue link uh in the description down below black lives still matter still shout outs to the lgbtq plus community doesn't doesn't we're not gonna stop doing that just because pride month's over gonna gonna keep that shit rolling for as long as uh I think we need to add a new marginalized group oh uh what do you got uh, jesus <laughs> putting me on the spot well <laughs> what do you got yeah <laughs> Well, Ryan, who's <laughs> the marginalized group that you want to, you know, target over every other marginalized group? Uh, Believe maybe women say, maybe when they say target. Believe okay. women when they say they've been victims of abuse. How about that? There, you go. there we go. We're what should be an uncontroversial statement, but is somehow still controversial. It's going to be like, um, what's that? What's that game where you have to memorize like each new piece of information? It's in succession. I don't know. Like you, you say, I went. I came home from work, and then the second person says, "And I cooked a salad." And then the sec, you know, then they have to the third person has to memorize both and add their own, and it moves on. That's how we're gonna do it until we have like forty sayings at the end of the quarantine cast. It is just the whole podcast is just yeah that. Just <laughs> shout outs to different marginalized groups that are facing oppression in the year twenty twenty. <laughs> If we can fill an entire podcast with that, there are far, far too many. Um, oh, we can. Check in <laughs> and for tomorrow's yeah. podcast where we include the people of Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, uh, yeah, thank you all for listening, and I uh, hope you tune in tomorrow. Goodbye. <laughs>